there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Joshua Haynes. Before we get into more of your own struggles with mental illness. I thought I would just share a little bit of data. And then this is pre-coronavirus and it's from the Masawa website because you've got some shocking data points pre-coronavirus that said mental illness, including depression, anxiety, addiction, substance addiction, PTSD, and eating disorders is the leading cause of disability worldwide. And in the EU alone, in the European Union alone, mental illness costs an estimated 4% of GDP. So that's over 600 billion euros annually and affects 17% of adults. The estimated global cost of mental illness by 2030, so just 10 years from now, is going to be $6 trillion. Where do those figures come from? And I just can't even imagine how those figures are going to change as the coronavirus pandemic continues. Absolutely. Most of those figures are from the OECD, the Organization for Economic Cooperation Development, and the World Health Organization. And those numbers, even then, were on the conservative side. So we see after Corona, the numbers will be even larger. It is scary how much of a silence epidemic mental illness was and is, and hopefully will no longer continue to be. And just that if we're not facing mental illness ourselves, we most certainly know someone or are caring for someone who is. What advice can you offer any of our young listeners, Joshua, who are struggling right Mm -hmm. now? And I don't think it takes a lot of imagination to recognize why you have Mm -hmm. thousands upon thousands of college students who are grappling with immense anxiety and depression, among Mm -hmm. other things, due to the coronavirus's impact on colleges and universities, Mm -hmm. that's specifically on colleges and universities, and then on the economy more broadly. They've been forced, if they have the opportunity to move back home with their parents, or they are Mm -hmm. hunkered down in apartments or rooms that they're sharing with friends, trying to do their classes on and then you have so many who are graduating in, in May and June. It is scary. It is the scariest time for this graduating class specifically, but also for those who are either even looking to go to university or community college. And so the span is quite great on youth and young people. So I think the first thing is a bit of kind of future looking. So imagine in five or 10 years, this will all be over. It's going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard on a number of people and a number of us and a number of our friends and family. 
but we're going to get through this because we as humans always do, we always have, and we always will. I think it's important to be able to look inside and identify what you're actually feeling. Not do what I did for so many years and use my brain to tell me what I was feeling, but to say, oh, wait, that's anxiety. I don't really feel good. I feel nervous about something that I can't control. Or I don't feel like getting out of bed today because of the gloom and doom that's around me. Acknowledging that feeling, feel okay with it, that it will change. Seeking out your friends, your family, mentors, others to help you through this is super crucial, especially for people who are having additional fits and instances of anxiety. For those of you who meditate, important to continuing the meditation practice. I really wish I had started meditating before I was 35. It would have helped a lot. For those of you who don't, try it out, but it's not for everyone. And that's okay too. But just being present, being in the here and now is so crucial. And not just letting your brain ruminate. So that monkey talk of how bad you are, how bad things are, how you can't do anything right. Because it's all not true. It's all our inner beings telling us that we're not worth it or we can't really make it. Well, think about how far you've gotten and what you've already been able to overcome in the various situations. I think it's crucial that we look at social media and you catch yourself when you're just scrolling through your Instagram or your TikTok and realize that those depictions are of people's perfect lives. That's not the real life that they live. Think about what you put for the most part on Instagram or TikTok or whatever service you use. You want to be able to put something nice out so you get a, the dopamine fix of the likes and the forwards. But realize and have a frank discussion with yourself of the utility. Does it make sense that you spend so much time lost in the tunnel vision of the social media? How is it getting you towards achieving that next goal? Whether it be trying to find the internship or the job that probably fell through because of this pandemic, or with just getting through April and May, the times we are now, and just being able to graduate. If you don't have an A across the board or the top marks, you're still going to be able to come through okay. So take care of yourselves. Are there any resources online, Joshua, that we could direct our young listeners to? I know that there are things like suicide hotlines and whatnot. Mm -hmm. What about for, I know, actually, I'm about to answer part of it, but certainly for meditation, there are apps like Headspace, and you Mm -hmm. can Google those free apps. Mm -hmm. But what about for other mental wellness services? Yeah, so there are crisis lines. There are, I see a simple Google search for a number of these different things around, well, what should I really be eating? Just no sugar and no processed food is my mantra. There's a lot of resources on lots of diets and recipes on what you can be eating to really help the mental state. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.